everyone, this is the Tripwire Podcast. I am your host, Zach, at FF Tulipa Batman. We are part of the Triple Play Fantasy Team, also part of Fantasy Points Media Group. If you guys have not tuned in this whole season, where have you been? We're already in week 15. It's now time for the playoffs. We are here to talk the waiver wire. That is what this show is all about. If you need more analysis, we have a great team for you. And our main event show is on Tuesday nights. So make sure you go ahead, like our video, subscribe to the YouTube channel so you don't miss any of our great content coming out. And it's triple play. So it's not just football. We get you covered with baseball, basketball. We even talk food and movies. So we got it all covered. I've been solo for the last two weeks. I'm sure you guys are tired of just hearing me for 15 minutes talk about waiver wire players. So I brought on a great guest tonight. We have Gina Noble. You can find her at, at Noble G. Capitalization is important. Underscore FF. She is the host of the Rank Draft Trade Fantasy Football Podcast. So make sure you go and check them out as well. So how is it going, Gina? It's going well. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Well, happy to have you. And for those of you who didn't see on Twitter, this is Gina's first live show. So if you're watching live, be nice. <laughs> Hop in the comments. We already have uh, Nick. I believe he's one of your your partners on Rank Draft Trade. Yes, uh, giving you a, a cheer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. also saying we, we have not blood, so that, that's why capitalization is important. I'm never living it down. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll we'll start off with an easy joke. one for you. We'll keep it easy. What got you hooked on fantasy football? Oh, so many moons ago, I don't know how many years it was, maybe seven. My um, best friend at the time thought that it would be a great idea to get me involved in fantasy football. And so, of course, it started with a home league and um, I went on to actually kick and scream and not want to do it and went on to win the league and was absolutely hooked from that point forward. So I have... I have reached into um, a whole network of friends, and um, my husband and I play a bunch of fantasy football together, and uh, now I'm in, I don't know, 30-plus leagues and a little crazy, um, but the winning keeps me coming back, and definitely the friends I've made along the way. Awesome. Love to hear it. Uh, yeah, you know you're a fantasy de- de- degenerate when you hit double-digit leagues, and <laughs> When you're just like, hey, I made the playoffs in some leagues. I barely won in some. It's all good. We're having fun. Uh, so I'd Yeah, I definitely, that. I blame Nick for the double digits. Um, Nick, who's watching, he, uh, during COVID, there was a lot of, you know, boredom drafting. And I'm like, what have you done? <laughs> I should not be in this many leagues. <laughs> the key is like uh, best ball. So you just do the drafts hmm. and then yes. no, no more maintenance after that. Yes. <laughs> So for those of you who normally t- tune in, we're talking waiver wires. Uh, we are going with roster on less than 50% of ESPN leagues. I know that doesn't apply to everybody, um, but we're trying to cover as many as possible. So we're going to rank every uh, position who we would pick up. Not going to lie. It's getting really lean in the streets on waiver wire. That's what happens in week 15. And we took a lot of injuries in week 14, but not for the better. We're finally done with bye weeks. So as horrible as six teams on bye was for week 14, we've moved on from that. Hopefully made your playoffs. Hopefully you got a bye week and you're just listening to me because you like listening to the show. Um, but just in case you got to play this week, we're going to get you ready. So we have um, Jared Goff as my number one quarterback. 
43.9% rostered. I know it sounds crazy, but <laughs> he has the New York Jets, the Carolina Panthers, and the Chicago Bears for his next three weeks, and he's got great offensive weapons. So it's hard to beat those that schedule, that that offense. So if Jared Goff's available in your league, you might want to think about picking him up, especially if your quarterback had an injury. Then we have number two, Mike White. I told you, it's getting rough. Uh, <laughs> assuming he can play, which we think he will, uh, 15% rostered. He's got the Lions, the Jaguars, and the Seahawks to finish his season. Might be the best quarterback schedule left. Um, he's got good receiving options. So we're hoping he plays. Again, you're probably desperate if you got to start Mike White. But, hey, you might have lost Lamar Jackson. Hey, I'm going to pick up Huntley. Huntley's hurt now, too. So you might be getting desperate. And then I could only rank three this week. Couldn't even get to five for quarterbacks. We have Ryan Tannehill, 14% rostered. He's got a solid matchup. Week 15, LA Chargers. He's got an okay floor, not much upside. He's one of those like safe quarterback plays where you're just hoping hoping it works for you. Uh, no guarantees, but again, not much out there for quarterbacks. So, Gina, I have to ask, what is your favorite part about being a host for Fantasy Football Podcast? <sighs> um, it's been a fun journey. Um, I really love being able to chat weekly with um, Nick and Mike, for sure. They are super smart in the fantasy world. So I like to be able to bring out their personalities on the show um, to make it a little bit more than just talking about fantasy football. Um, we do a lot of laughing on the show and I learn as I'm hosting because they're super smart. So I've been successful by listening to shows like yours or like the rank draft trade podcast. So I'm learning as I'm hosting. Awesome. Love to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> you got a lot of support tonight. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you to all of my fans <laughs> and friends. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, thank you, guys. So moving on to running backs, this is a much more exciting group than that wonderful uh, quarterback group I just shared with you. I'm sorry. I apologize for the quarterback. Oh, come on. Golf is amazing. It, it started off so hot, and then I went to Mike White. Um, so that's where we're at. <laughs> So um, you one. started with golf. I, like, I'm not sure it got better. <laughs> so, we came out swinging. So I do like these running backs much more. Uh, we have Zamir White at 2% roster. Now we, at this point, um, we're recording. We're live right before Monday Night Football. I have no idea if Josh Jacobs broke his finger. Is What's his leg doing? Because he's been hurt for two weeks, but then he's running mm. for 100 plus yards or 300 yards, whatever he's doing. So we have no idea what's going on with Josh Jacobs. So you might just want to pick up Zemir White just in case. He's probably available in your league. We also don't even know if he's any good. He has not played much this year, but he's worth a pickup at this point in the season, at least to keep him away from the rest of your team. I've been talking about this player at number two for weeks now, and I don't know why his percentage, his roster ship percentage is actually going down. Alexander Madison's at 22% rostered. He's the best handcuff running back left on the waiver wire. Whether you have Dalvin Cook or not on your team, you need to have Madison stash. I guarantee you there's someone at the end of your bench that you will never start in the playoffs. So just trim the fat, get rid of them, put Madison on your team. Because if anything does happen to Dalvin Cook, Madison can be a league winner for you in the playoffs. And that's all you're looking for at this point on the waiver wire. At number three, we have Jarek McKinnon, 33% rostered. I do not expect him to have another game like week 14. Uh, when he went off for two touchdowns, but he is the passing downs back for a top passing offense. And it's really just him and 
uh, Pacheco now left in that backfield. So I like when you're only competing with one other running back, when a lot of our running backs that we talk about are competing with like three. So he is worth the pickup. And then finally, I couldn't even get to five. We finished with number four at Jalen Warren, 9.4% rostered. He's just a solid backup running back. You never know if Najee Harris is going to get hurt because he's been banged up for a while this season. So he's just a stash player. You are absolutely not starting uh, Warren. And if you are, I applaud you for making the playoffs because that's impressive (laughs) in itself, but you should not be starting Warren. He's just a stash. And with that, um, I wanted to go right into wide receivers real quick. And this is also a pretty fun group as well. Um, depends on on your league size, I understand. But Traylon Burks is still available out there in over 50% of ESPN leagues. He's at 48.4% rostered. He should be back with week 15 because he's been out with a concussion. So we don't know yet. We're hoping he's back. He's got that big play potential. Got it. He has a good matchup. If Burks is somehow available in your league, you should be spending plenty of fab on him. Number two is Elijah Moore, 33% rostered. He's had a really rough season. Thank you, Zach Wilson. I know he's a favorite for you, Gina. All jokes. Um, so. <laughs> you did not just go there. <laughs> I, I listened to your show. So yes, you do. <laughs> his snaps uh, have been increasing the last three weeks, and he's all the way up to 82% uh, snap share in week 14, which you love to see. He had a season-high 10 targets and had six receptions from those targets in week 14, which you love to see. And he's got a great wide receiver schedule. For the playoffs, just like I talked about Mike White, there's a theme. So he's got the Lions, the Jaguars, and the Seahawks. So you love to see that. Um, It looks like Corey Davis, I think, might be done for the season, but he's definitely injured. So Elijah Moore may slide into that number two spot now. So he's worth the pickup. Number three is Jamison Williams, 27% rostered. I know he had a flashy play in week 14. That's very exciting, but he's still very limited in snaps. Only 19% of snaps in week 14 and only two targets. But he did show that he does have that speed we all know about. He has that big play potential. So I don't love him this week. Tough to trust him against the Jets. Tough matchup. Um, But he might be somebody you can stash on your bench. And then maybe he gives you that spark if you get desperate in week 16 or 17 because you took some injuries. And then to round it out with the wide receivers, we have Jahan Dotson, 27% rostered, and Miko Hardman, 27% rostered as well. Uh, Dotson is coming off his bye week. He just keeps finding the end zone. So worth a stash. And then Hardman should be coming off... um, IR soon and should be coming back. So again, you just want to be attached to that Chiefs offense. So that's all I have for wide receivers. So Gina, do you have an all-time favorite player uh, because of fantasy football? Um, so I have two currently. I have a soft spot for tight ends and kickers. <laughs> um, but aside from those two positions, um, Amon Ra St. Brown is my man right now. And um, I'm holding true to the fact that I'm going to tell a lot of my friends in fantasy. I told you so. Uh, so last year when he came on really hot, it was one of those, well, there's no one else to throw to. And I'm like, no, no, he's good. He's going to be good. And nobody wanted to get on that train. And guess what? They're on it now. <laughs> so Amon Ra and... Uh, definitely, um, Miles Gaskin. <laughs> if you listen to my show, you hear me mention Miles Gaskin a lot, like pigskin, Miles Gaskin, they know. So that's kind of an inside joke between Nick and I, we do a lot of co-owned, um, co-managed teams and 
at the end in your dart round, you know, picks, I was like, let's pick up this Miles Gaskin guy. And what was it last year? Was it last year that he actually was really good? Like he was an asset to have on your team. I can't really say that this year. I believe um, it was just on odd number of weeks. It was either odd or even. It was every other week he was good for a chunk of the season. Really good to strong. Yeah. But he was and, playable. Yeah, he oh, he was playable. And so I got to, you know go back to Nick and be like, see, I told you he was going to be really good. Um, you know, you probably should have traded him when he was really hot because he's not doing much now. I have him in a few leagues still. I'm just holding on to hope. So Miles holds a, uh, a spot in my heart as well. <laughs> You're probably the only one still holding on to hope, but that's okay. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I'm on an island by myself. But Sorry. Miles Gaskin is a great transition to this question. Um, not for you, but for everybody else. Do you have a player that you'll never draft again? Oh, Cam Newton. <laughs> Which is kind of hard because he's not playing. Um, I don't know. Gosh, I have so many. No. <laughs> um, so Juju was that guy for me for a while. I, he's somewhat redeemed this year. And Amari Cooper was a huge one, but he's had a great season. So you're redeemable. Like everybody's redeemable. Um, probably Russell Wilson right now is on my massive, like I'm never drafting you again. Yeah. No, I don't know. Well, that's that's definitely probably my, I'm, I'm no, mm-mm. I'd rather go without a quarterback. I'll throw a running back in my super flex position. I might even try Miles Gaskin. <laughs> I mean, it'll get a zero, but hey, that could be better than negative points. It's fine. <laughs> but with that, let's ride to uh, tight ends. So uh, tight ends has been rough all year. Everyone knows it. If you don't have Travis Kelsey, um, you've been, it I doesn't even matter Travis if you have Mark Kelsey Andrews. so much. I know he's your favorite. It doesn't. He's I know right. you talked about. Oh, how can I? Mention him in favorite players. Add Travis. <laughs> <laughs> we'll add him with Amon Ra. But yeah, um, yes. if you don't have Travis Kelsey, you're at a disadvantage. And it luckily, everyone else in your league is too, except for whoever has Travis Kelsey. So uh, number one is Evan Ingram at 44% rostered. Let me just preface this with saying he had 11 receptions from 15 targets, 162 yards, and two touchdowns a week four, 14. He will never do that again, especially not this season. So please don't hear what I'm not saying. Just because he had a great week does not mean he will ever do that again. So the last two weeks, he's had great matchups. He was the tight end one last week, the tight end four in week 13. That sounds awesome. You're like, let me hop on Evan Ingram starting the rest of the season. Hold on for a second. Overall for the season, he's played well when he has had good matchups. He disappears completely when he has tough matchups. He's got a bad matchup in week 15 against the Cowboys. I know the Texans look pretty good against them, but trust me, still a bad matchup. Uh, it's, He's got a tough one against the Jets in week 16. And then he's got a solid matchup uh, week 17 against the Texans. So buyer beware just because if you get Ingram, again, he's my number one tight end. That just tells you how tight ends are. That does not mean that he's going to be as amazing as he was in week 14. So just be aware. At number two, I have Chig Akonkwo. Uh, Sorry for mispronouncing. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm I can't do it either. One. Yeah. Uh, we had Albert O. Now we got Chig. Um, so he's 3.5% rostered. He played really well in week 14. He has a good matchup in week 15. But please beware if Traylon Burks is back, which we expect him to be back, we may see Chig's um, targets significantly drop. Because once Traylon Burks went out with that concussion 
and then last week as well with no Burks. Uh, that's when he has been at his best. So just be aware. As a sneaky pickup, it's not that sneaky. He's at 39% rostered. Again, I've talked about a lot of Jets. It's Tyler Conklin. Again, he just has a great matchup. They're throwing the ball a lot. That running game is suffering ever since Brees Hall got hurt. So I like Tyler Conklin. Number four, um, this is a super risky play, but still some upside is Taysom Hill. Coming off his bye week, solid schedule, 39% rostered. He could give you zero points. He could score two or three touchdowns um, and not even catch a ball, even though he's your tight end. So um, Taysom Hill is just one of those. If you're desperate, you're by far the underdog team. You got nobody to pick up. Throw Taysom Hill on your team. And then my sleeper tight end um, that I've been talking about now that he's been back is Daniel Bellinger, uh, just under 15% roster for the Giants. Uh, he's basically their their second best receiving option uh, just because they've taken so many injuries. Saquon's banged up. That team is um, crawling to the finish line of the season with injuries, uh, but he could be the second on the team in targets. And that's all you're looking for in a tight end is you're hoping they get some targets for you. So with that, uh, I wanted to finish off just real quick before we get back to Gina is the DST stream of the week is the Cincinnati Bengals at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And the Bucks are struggling hardcore on mm. offense. Uh, some of us love to see it. And if you're a Bucks fan, you hate to see it. Um, but they're 35% rostered. So go ahead and pick them up. And then for week 16, if you're looking ahead, is get the Tennessee Titans now. So if you have a bye week in week 15, or if you just have the roster space and you're confident you're going to make it to week 16, get the Titans now. They get the Texans in week 16. And they are only 29.7% rostered. All right. So Gina... Do you have any advice for commissioners or just fantasy football players to make their league more fun next season if their league feels stale? They're coming, they're, it's the end of the season. It wasn't that fun for them. How can they make it more fun? So I have the privilege of playing in a super exclusive league. It's called the League of Ordinary Gentlemen only. <laughs> I'm a lady, but... Um, got to be the first lady in the league. And uh, Dan is the commissioner's name. And he is like the best. He's amazing. And he makes all of his leagues super fun. We actually went and did a live draft in Vegas this um, past summer. But he does a lot of sort of different ways if it's a money league to to win not just first second and third place but also who is the high points for the season and he even does other little contests I guess in the leagues where he might do a secondary from that um, we went, might have another league just for bragging rights um, where we draft something through the season but I would say give people more chances to want to play for something, not just to win, but to be engaged through the end. Cause it's easy if you don't make the playoffs to sort of get complacent and not want to be involved. Um, definitely if you're on an app like sleeper and you can socialize being social with your league mates is huge building relationships and friendships. I mean, a lot of these people I've never met in person, but consider them friends. Um, we've been playing for several years, so it's really important to have that interaction. Um, but I would say try to find different ways for people to win in other ways to, to stay involved in your, in your leagues. I love it. And before we, we wrap up the show, we did get a question from Chris on YouTube. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, make oh. sure you guys hit the like, subscribe to the channel. Great way to support the show. Appreciate it. But we have quite a question. We want to help uh, 
Chris, I think it's also a minor flex if he's talking. He's saying week 16. So I don't know if it's a typo or if he's just flexing that he's already planning week 16 because he's got to buy. So hopefully that's the case. But we're looking at he needs two running backs, one right receiver, and one flex. So for the running backs, we're looking at Saquon. We're looking at, um, let's see, we got JT. So that would be, I'm assuming, Jonathan Taylor. And then we have Ramondre Stevenson and Dobbins as the running backs. So pick two running backs. Do you have any? Any feelings? Where are we? We're Saquon and Ramondre. We got Saquon, Jonathan Taylor, Ramondre, and Dobbins. Oh, oh. I mean, it's hard not to go with JT, right? We need two. I mean, maybe Ramondre. Um, Saquon, I love Saquon, but he's been battling some injury, so it's a little risky. So I don't know. Maybe JT, Ramondre. Is that crazy? No, no. I JT, Ramondre, I think are the easy two RBs okay. to for this group. So then we're going to move to one wide receiver. So we have Pickens and Thielen and Zay Jones. And then he threw in uh, Jamison Williams as well. Okay, not Pickens. <laughs> I traded for Pickens just recently in a league, um, a redraft league, because I needed to do something for wide receiver. I'm a little disappointed in that. Um, they're just struggling. They're just struggling. So I would say, God, Zay Jones has been blowing it up. Um, he can be hit or miss. I don't know. It's between Thielen and Zay Jones for me. Wait, is is that my choices? Yeah. And okay. Jameson Williams, but I don't think you can play Jameson Williams. Okay. Who who would you go with? I would with those matchups, Zay Jones scares me against the Jets. I'd probably okay. lean between Pickens and Thielen, and it really just depends on if he needs more upside or if he's just hoping for a few points from Thielen. Um yeah, I mean, like, okay. if you're okay with six to nine points, then Pickens fine. <laughs> He's got the Raiders, so I, I like that matchup. Uh, but that's a tough one. I'd probably yeah. lean Pickens. It sounds like Gina's leaning Thielen or Zay Jones. And then we need a flex. And I think the only option left on this list, you got to flex uh, Saquon Barkley. I don't know how you – I would hate to bench yeah. him and watch him go uh, off, even if he's been yeah. rough. So – I think we're looking You've at. You've got a good team if you can put Saquon on the bench. Yeah. So I think we're looking You're at. Doing Saquon, all right. Jonathan Taylor, Ramondre, pick one of those wide receivers and there you go. Uh, yeah. So yeah, hopefully just we help put you him out. in a hat and do this and just pick one out. Yep. Exactly. So with that, that is the end of our show. Thank you all for tuning in to the Tripwire podcast. We will be with you through the rest of the playoffs to hopefully get you some wins, get you that championship. I appreciate Gina coming on. Make sure you follow her at, at noble G, not knobleg, <laughs> underscore FF. Make sure you follow our show at Rank Draft Trade. Uh, it's a great team over there. They do uh, Dynasty talk. So, I mean, if you are out of your league already, switch over to Dynasty, start listening to the show, and get ready for the 2023 season. It's never too early. And like I said, we are part of Triple Play Fantasy, so make sure you give those guys a follow. And we are part of the Fantasy points media group so i appreciate it guys see you all next week good luck if you need a monday night miracle and you're still listening to this and if not i hope you made the playoffs if you're listening on tuesday but have a great one